This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, December 14th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Kerlick. This show is locked and loaded. There's a tremendous amount to get into. Before we get into all the Ohio State stuff, we got to pour one out for the Cleveland Indians. Bill, you're a diehard Cleveland Indians fan and have been for many years. I'm a Reds fan, but uh, I know there's a lot of Indians fans that are sad that the nickname's going away. I don't know if you guys are going to pull a Washington and just go with Cleveland Baseball Club, or I don't know, man. How you feeling about the Indians losing their nickname? Oh, my. T- tough morning. It was, uh, I saw that uh, last night, and as you said, I'm a lifelong Indians fan through the suffering days of uh, being the only kid in my neighborhood, I think, that was an Indians fan in the day of the big red machine. Everybody else was a Reds fan. And uh, it, it's, it's a difficult morning, I guess, Dave. Uh, I, I'm actually having my tea this morning with my uh, Cleveland Indians mug. Hate to see that go, but uh, uh, I, I guess I have to adjust to it. Yeah, that's... That'd be so weird, you know, if like the Reds lost their nickname or something like that. It would just be the weirdest thing. So um, I feel for you guys. You can see it coming. I mean, my gosh, it was, I think, the first time that I remember um, a school changing or a school or a team changing their mascot, you know, from something to Native American to just something else was Miami. Miami University was ahead of the curve back in the 90s. It happened. They went from Redskins to Red Hawks. So, and then when, when Daniel Snyder was saying the Redskins would never change their name and he finally acquiesced, it was like, oh, goodness gracious. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, We've, well, well, Dave, yeah. D- Dave the, bi- the biggest question of all is, what in the world are the Canal Winchester Indians going to do? That's the thing. There's a lot of high schools named Indians, too. I guess you could say, hey, we're, it's a shout-out to the country of India, you know, if you want to have a little fun with it and keep your nickname. But, uh yeah, um, I feel for you. That's That's got to be tough and weird. All right, now we're going to start off with recruiting, obviously. It's signing day week. Signing day will be Wednesday. Whether you're a diehard recruiting fan, somewhat of a novice who likes recruiting, or somewhere in between, like we've got you covered on today's show. We're going to get in the weeds a little bit, but we're also going to just speak in generalities and give you kind of an overview of what to expect this week. Bill, let's start with this. So with signing day on Wednesday, I'm just calling it signing day. I'm calling it the early signing period is when all the most of the big guys sign, like about 95% or more, as you know. So signing day is on Wednesday. For the listeners out there, who are the 2021 recruits who are still uncommitted that we're going to be keeping a close eye up on from now until signing day? Well, from now until this signing day, the the the, the list is virtually zero. Uh, when I say this signing day, 
I mean, um, Wednesday, and obviously there's another signing day in February, but for all intent and purposes, this is National Signing Day uh, anymore. Uh, as, you, as you mentioned, Dave, almost everybody signs on the first day of the early signing period now. So basically it is National Signing Day. And, you know, I, I, there's really only uh, one or two or, you know, I guess you could put a stretch and say three guys that uh, um, to think about in terms of what are they going to do. Um, and none of, you know, they're not really supposed to do anything on Wednesday. Those being the main one, JT Tuimo Loau, uh from Washington, the elite defensive lineman who, um, unless something crazy changed, which I don't expect to happen, he's not going to sign with anybody on Wednesday. He's going to carry it out until February or, or longer. He may not even sign on uh, the first Wednesday of February. So, um, you know, he's the one, so to speak. Uh, Rajon Davis, the linebacker from um, California that's committed to LSU. Uh, as I put in my column last night, uh, there was a possibility that you know, he was looking to visit Ohio State uh, this past weekend. Uh, but what that changed, um, you know, when the Michigan game got canceled, that changed. Uh, he's not expected really to necessarily do anything on Wednesday. He is looking now to wait until uh, February. He remains committed to LSU. And the other one, I guess you could say, uh, is still out there is Tristan Lee, the offensive lineman. But I don't expect him to end up at OSU. So really, um, there's not really much to talk about in term in those terms as far as this Wednesday. Uh, what is to be talked about are the 21 guys that are expected to sign for Ohio State on Wednesday. And it's 21 guys that make up a, just a tremendous class, a class that uh, is currently ranked number two in the country, right behind Alabama for the number one class. Speaking of that, nice segue, sir. You're a pro. You didn't even know that was coming. You were just naturally a pro. Um, what are the chances the Buckeyes are going to finish with the number one class? Now, for the again, Bill just said it. Ohio State has 21 commitments. Alabama has 22. The average you know, player ranking is almost identical, 95.5 for both teams, which is just off the charts great. Alabama's ahead of Ohio State because they have one extra recruit in the class. What are the chances in your estimation when the dust settles that Ohio State's going to have the number one class? Well, for Ohio State to do it, have a chance to do it, they obviously have to get JT to Imolo Al. And wouldn't be surprising at all if um, his decision comes down to Ohio State or Alabama. Um, right now, um, yeah, I think it's it, it could go you know either way. I think uh, there's a few other schools still in the running um, for his services, USC being one of them. But uh, uh, for Ohio State to have a chance to overtake Alabama, they'd have to get – JT because he really is the one guy left out there um, uh, other than Rajon Davis and we'll see what happens on that one. Uh, Davis continues to say he's committed, stay, is solidly committed to LSU but again he was looking to visit Ohio State this past weekend before the game got canceled. So um, the, the other factor is that Alabama is not necessarily done. Um, you know they, they still have a couple guys out there that that they could possibly sign, whereas Ohio State is, you know, as we talked about, mostly looking uh, to wrap things up with JT. So, you know, it, it really hinges for Ohio State to have a chance on what happens with JT. 
Before I forget, I want to go back and ask you this very important question. If you're in charge of the Cleveland Indians, I guess soon to be former Indians, what nickname would you pick? Oh, my goodness. I certainly would not pick the Spiders. Um, you know, I read one article last night saying the ever heavily favorite Cleveland Spiders is very much in the running. And I'm thinking, no, 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 you can't not <laughs> Um, you know, I've seen it suggested, uh, I think tongue in cheek that they go with the Cleveland tribe, you know, that's not going to happen. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I, Cleveland baseball club has come up, uh, but I, oh, it has, I was just, I was just joking that had, that is a serious consideration. Just Cleveland baseball club. It actually has kind of a, you know. I don't know. It almost has a, like a classy sound to it. Cleveland Baseball Club. Feels like we're going to – this is too much European soccer, though, with Washington Football Club, and now if we have Cleveland Baseball Club. It just sounds like European soccer to me. Go ahead. Yeah, but, all, you know, out, out of all the questions – or out of all the uh, possibilities I've seen thrown out there, uh, I guess that one is probably as, as good as anything, the Cleveland Baseball Club. But, again, I, 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 I'm old school, I guess, because I'm old. I like the Indians. <laughs> and you used to be a teacher. You are very much old school. You didn't want to be in Bill's shop class. He, he'd get the paddle out. I'm not even joking, listeners. This is back in the day when teachers could paddle students. Um, I went to school when teachers could paddle students. Um, and I somehow made it through without ever getting paddled, which was probably the biggest upset in the world. that I never got paddled when I was in school. But uh, you are old school, my friend, but in a good way. All right. Uh, and, and Dave, Dave we, do, we, have to, we have to add, and you know this story, we have to add the uh, little caveat there. After I, I only paddled students. And again, I taught um, at the beginning, I taught woodshop, industrial arts, and, and that can be a dangerous area. You know, you fool around and do something, somebody can lose a finger or a hand. Um, so I had a rule, if you do anything dangerous to another student that could cost them, you know, a, a digit or any, you know, any other uh, hand, whatever, you were going to get paddled. Uh, that was a rule in my class and Dublin High School allowed paddling in those days. And it, I, I did paddle probably, uh, well, about 10 kids and I have the paddle to prove it. Dave has seen it. Um, to keep things a little light, after I paddled them, I had them sign the paddle. So I have in my office still uh, here uh, that has the names of about 10 kids I paddled. And uh, um, again, that was kind of to keep things light. It was a little bit of a badge of honor for them. They, they usually kind of uh, joked a little bit about it that they, they paddle or they sign Mr. Curlick's paddle after they got paddled. That's the funniest part of the story right there is that you would have them sign the paddle after you paddled them. Uh, <laughs> a little evil, if you don't mind me saying. Now, I know you're having fun with it, but that is so funny. Paddle the kids and then have the kids sign the paddle. All right. Um, I'm an open-ended recruiting question. Any other recruiting news we need to know about, whether it's for 2021, which we focused on so far, or even 2022, just anything else that's really important you think the listeners need to know about on the recruiting front? I think the, the thing that's kind of, uh, I don't know if it's big news, but it really is spectacular for Ohio State is when Ohio State was on the run of all the 2021 commitments, and they were number one um, for such a long time um, with that class, you know, everybody was saying and not, you know, uh, feeling like 
they couldn't do this again. The class is too strong. They, they've got so many great players that they couldn't do it a second year in a row with the 2022 class. And lo and behold, you know, we're in um, uh, the middle now of December and Ohio State has got the number one class in the country for 2022 by a decent margin. Um, you know, when Quinn Ewers flipped to Ohio State, that was just an incredibly spectacular thing for Ohio State. And, and as good as the 2021 class is, the 2022 class could be even better. It's, it's the, the possibility is there. And that's really incredible that uh, uh, people say in um, April and May didn't necessarily think that could happen. And it's happened. We'll see if it continues. Um, certainly, there are a lot of great players still out there that High State could get for 2022. But the fact that they are even uh, right now eclipsing 2021 is just incredible. It's really spectacular. It's really a golden era of Ohio State football and recruiting. It certainly is. And those two things are intertwined. All right, let's switch gears and look at the actual team this week. It's just such a huge week. The Buckeyes, you know, with, with uh, National Signing Day and then playing the Big Ten Championship game on Saturday against Northwestern. Buckeyes are going to come in about 21-point favorites. Northwestern has a really good defense. They can run the ball. They're veteran, well-coached. Peyton Ramsey's not going to be an NFL quarterback probably, but he's a good college quarterback. He's a winner. Um, he's had, like, an underrated career. He was pretty good at Indiana. Let me ask you this. If – if Ohio State beats Northwestern, and let's say it's not by a last-second field goal or something, they at least look good doing it. Let's say they win by, like, at least 10, you know, where it's not necessarily a blowout, but they look good doing it, maybe not great. Um, they beat Northwestern, in your estimation, are they in the college football playoff, or do you think they need some style points? I can't see any way they're not. Uh, after Florida got beat on um, Saturday night, I, I, I think that, it, like you said, as long as they win – uh, Ohio State wins by, you know, by not just squeaking by. And even if they squeak by, I still think they, they will make it. But as long as they have a decent win on Saturday, I think it's case closed. The, the Buckeyes are in. I would be I, – I just don't see it not happening. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, again, I mean, you don't want to, like, win by one point and risk it. You know, I think if they put the hammer down on Northwestern, they're going to leave no doubt. But especially with Florida losing, as you said, I kind of uh, – you know, I would lean toward – if they win that they're in, I'd be shocked. You know, even if it came down and they did barely win, I, I still think they, they might sneak in. It might just at this point be about seeding, whether you're the number three seed or the number four seed, if you're Ohio state. So I love Ryan day's answer. I, we, we had a chance to, he's so good. If, if people haven't seen Ryan day's press conference yesterday, you got to get on our site and watch it. 28 minutes of power. I mean, it is awesome. He just, every answer he just knocks out of the park and it's, it's genuine, you know? And I asked him about style points, Bill. I was like, as a head coach, obviously winning the games is the most important thing. But in college football, style points are also important because the committee makes no bones about the fact that style points are important. So I asked him how he balanced that. And he, he had such a good answer. I almost don't want to spoil it, but I will. He said, um, in no other sport does that matter. It's just about winning. He said in the NFL, if you won every game by a point, you'd be undefeated. You'd win the Super Bowl. It'd be the greatest thing ever. Um, He's like, but he agreed. He said like, style points do matter. But he also said this week against Northwestern, he said, we can't worry about that. He so he's, he agrees. He's not like trying to act like it doesn't matter. Um, but he says the Buckeyes are not going to be focused on that at all, Bill. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, uh, 
I think they're going to go out and get the job done. I think it'll be, as you said, Dave, at least uh, referred to at least a 10 point win. And, and by the way, what a great day Saturday is going to be. Uh, I saw one of our posters on the front row say that they are going to be doing absolutely nothing all day and all night Saturday because of the listing of games. You've got a high estate in Northwestern at noon. You've got uh, Notre Dame and Clemson, I believe, uh, believe at four. And, and then you've got Alabama and Florida as the night game. You know, what a day of college football. It's going to be fantastic. And what a week for the Buckeyes. I think we uh, wrapped it up pretty good here on the show with recruiting with uh, a quick look ahead to the Big Ten Championship game. We'll get into much more about that on Bucknuts.com and later this week on the Bucknuts Morning 5. Thank you very much to the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Kerlick, for stopping by. And thank you, all listeners, for tuning into the show. Have a great day, Bucknutters. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.